It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome into episode number 2.0 of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton. Boys, there's a lot to discuss this week. No pay-per-view. We're still a week away from that, although what's the point of pay-per-views any longer? Not really sure in any company why they do pay-per-views, but we'll get back to that in a bit. We got a new champ. We got a new show, if you will. Just got two new champs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. They came along with a new show. There was a new champ. So we'll talk about that here in a minute. Um, I, I am. I'm. I had this moment. I tweeted it last night, and I don't know how to like say this eloquently or like try to define what it is that I'm trying to say. But right now, the four major professional wrestling champions in America are the group of Roman Reigns, Big E, Kenny Omega, and Tommaso Ciampa. And that gave me like a real holy shit to think about it because have there ever been four more agreeable significant professional wrestling champions at the exact same time in the history of the business? I mean, there's the famous picture of um, CM Punk and Daniel Bryan and but what was, were they all, like, remind me what the scenario was, because they were all wearing different belts. Like, they weren't all. Well, one was the WWE champion, the other one was the world champion. Was the world champion, and at that point, you also had Zack Ryder, who had just won the, right, US, the U.S. title. the U.S. title, right. I thought there were other belts involved in that picture. Yeah, well, because, and there, well, there were, because it wasn't, you, you can't put, like, an impact person in that, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you, you, I, it, in that picture, there, there's two pictures, one with the three of them in the ring, and then there's one backstage that has, I think Cody Rhodes was the IC champion. You had Kofi right. and Evan Bourne as the so, tag so, champions. Yeah. So, so who were the yet. three actual champions at that point? Well, there's only the, two. No, who, there was no AEW. Right, no, but you were including NXT, right? Well, there NXT was no was NXT. Okay, so there were just two. So, yes, there's nothing like yeah. this. Right, like there's nothing. No, but I'm saying but that if you're talking about the agreeable part, that was the closest thing to... I mean, I don't like think people everybody are, wanted I'm, all those people to have those. Right, titles. But I don't think people are acknowledging how insane this is right now. Like I just it it struck me in the aftermath. Well, no, we haven't even had time to like process. Well, that's not the way that the world works. The world works that once something happens, we immediately process it right then, and we move on to something else within twenty four hours. Yeah, like we for, don't. For- for what it's worth, Bobby Roode was the champion at of the Impact champion at the time of that. Uh, like, I like Bobby Roode. I like Bobby Roode enough, but he is certainly not. It does not mesh with this. He would not uh, have qualified at the moment yeah. to fit this. Like th- these are for this is I, like I can't get over how fucking agreeable all of these guys. I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to cuss anymore. I'm sorry, I'm, I did forget that. No, the internet's uh, not going to complain about any of those people. Like this is insane. <laughs> it's insane. It's kind of amazing. The four champions that exist right now. Like I, I, it's utterly absurd that these are the four <laughs> champions at the moment. And I get it. There are plenty of problems within professional wrestling. I'm not trying to portray as though this proves that. 
Everything oh, there's is a lot wonderful. Of, there's a lot. Of, oh, oh, yeah. We, right. we can talk about this thing, but, but just the champions, the picture of the champions, we can smile and be like, oh, look, not Rushmore. Right? Like, holy. Wait, 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 wait. Let's a take a step is. back for a second. Not only that, but one of those people is Roman Reigns. Correct. Man. <laughs> You're putting Roman Reigns as, as agreeable as fucking, or sorry, All as right. Kenny Omega. And Tommaso Ciampa. Like, well, just think I mean, about like, that. I mean, like, we're admitting that they're all on different levels. I'm not trying to compare them level to level or say that Tommaso Ciampa is Roman Reigns, but, like... No, I'm saying, I get, like, but the, the right. fact but that we're, Roman we're Reigns is allowed Roman to be Reigns part of that champion. group... Right, that we're all in agreement yes. that Roman Reigns should be the champion and is very worthy of being the champion, and we're very happy that he is the champion? Yeah, sure. And like, we don't want him to lose it. No, <laughs> we do not. No, we do not. It's really an insane quartet of major professional wrestling champions in America. Just a bonkers quartet of of those guys. And it just struck me in that moment. I'm like, wow. Um, now, now we get to the, the complaining and pissing and moaning. Cause that Wait, you want to add Christian come. to that? No. <laughs> I, mean, I'm, Sorry, I have to. I like, I, and it's not like, I, I, don't, I don't hate Christian, but let's not, let's not compare. The, 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 the impact champion right now is, is not... You know, it's barely a major championship. Like, well, let's it's, be not even, it's not even that. Like, if if Christian was the AEW champion, he, this wouldn't work. Like, he's not. He, there are plenty of reasons to disagree with Christian being a major American professional wrestling champion right now. Not to say that he hasn't done good work. Not to say that he hasn't. You know, they they clearly they're trying to force something with Christian, and they've done a good job of that. But there is no comparison between Christian and I. And I mean, there's all due respect. I wouldn't feel the same way if it were Edge, and it's not disrespectful to Edge. It's that your champion should be someone in the prime of their career. Your champion should be someone that is is that type of representative, and those guys don't reflect that any longer. So it's not it's no disrespect to them and what they've accomplished, but what a champion should be in professional wrestling right now, these are four guys who are all very much in the prime of their career that are all extraordinarily deserving and... And and I, I I'm just struggling to come up with the exact words to define it. Other than I keep thinking about it, like wow, like deserving is the word that just keeps coming to mind, or agreeable, whatever you want to call it. Like the, these four guys are all very much. You could say Roman Reigns is further along than some of them are, but is anybody debating that Roman Reigns is in the prime of his career? No, no. I but, I think the closest one you can argue about is simply Champa, simply because he may not fit whatever NXT 2.0 is. Well, maybe. Like that's but, the closest you can make the, that but, argument. But does that make him any less agreeable or deserving? No, 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 no. no. I'm just I'm, I'm just saying, saying if we're if we're you know that's the one if you want to nitpick no. the prime of their career that's it that's it. But no one's well, uh, I mean, upset it, about Tommaso Ciampa as the it, champion. It, the prime of his professional wrestling career. I would still say Tommaso Ciampa is very much in the prime of his professional wrestling career. It's it's just absolutely insane. All right, we'll save NXT for a minute. We'll start with Big E. Um, I'm, I'm in this like weird place where I get why they want to do it now. I get going up against football for the first time and and desperately trying to cling to whatever ratings you can cling to. I get that you know there's probably more to the argument of hey there's a lot of of fire at the other wrestling company. They'll never acknowledge that, but there's got to be at least a little bit of that that plays into making decisions. Um, so I get why you want to pull the trigger, but at the same time, I can't help but be a little disappointed that something like that is happening at a time where there's just no chance in hell that I'm going to be watching professional. Like, you could announce Big E is going to win the Professional Wrestling Championship tonight, and I'm going to say, cool, I'll catch you tomorrow. Like, 
I and I get that it's more unique because we were here in Baltimore where the game was being played at the same same time. But it's football season, dog. Like this, you're just not. There's oh, there's nothing you can do that's going to get me to flip over and watch professional wrestling in that moment. That being said, I'm extraordinarily happy that Big E is the heavyweight champion. I mean, like I, the, both things work at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I mean we, I, we've talked about this, like everyone's not you and it did make me i was at a foo fighters concert and i turned on raw on my phone so they could see it uh, i I'm mean gonna, i'm gonna disagree that everybody's not me did you see the ratings that's the, but you know how no, many I, people there I'm, are in america but Brandon, i'm just being, i mean i'm being honest with you everybody is me football is king like that's it's not, not everybody it's not everybody there's still enough biggie was like, becoming the wwe champion on a night where they had already announced a heavyweight championship match and they announced that biggie was going to go for the belt and it didn't move ratings at all it, they all they could do was try to recoup some of what they would have otherwise lost drastically. Foot, it, I, I, football I is say, it, it might have it might have moved ratings because they might have lost oh, it right. 30% been, of their that's audience the that only lost but 20%. That's, that's the point. The point being, they still couldn't recover from being up against football. Like, you can't... There's nothing you can do once football season begins. They did everything in their power just to try to keep their audience... It's it's insane what you're up against with football. It ain't me. It's the world. The country announces we are closed for football season. That's the way we deal things. What was the famous um, uh, line on SNL when they had whoever it was that was playing Barack Obama at the time? I guess it must have been Jay Farrow say, it could be an Arizona Cardinals-Jacksonville Jaguars game right now, and you'd still be watching that instead of me. Like, this is the way that this country works. There's one thing that, that cannot be you know, it cannot be bastardized, cannot be trifled with. It's professional football in the United States of America. You can't do anything about it. And, you know, it was. It doesn't mean that it wasn't great. I just, it's sort of a bummer to me that they waited until the week the football started to do it. But I get it. They have to try. I don't, I mean, it's a weird place. Okay. Uh, oh, I think there's a couple interesting, first of all, I, I kind of want to go back for a minute and just kind of talk about the fact that they put it out there. Biggie is cashing in. Do you think that was... I mean, obviously we know why he did it, because they wanted to try to recoup some of those losses. Did it take away from anything, do you think? I've heard both sides, and I can see both sides. Well, it, I mean, at the, listen, I was just making a point. Like, you know, how many millions of people voted in the election? The, like, the, the the football game did 7 million people. There's still a lot more people than 7 million people. That's, but, but there's that, nothing that can But they're not watching Raw. Right. They're, they're, right. But the, and whether this you're is fighting a strong argument or whatever, that's a whole other argument. But aside from that, it's insane they didn't do this at SummerSlam. I don't understand why— if the answer is because it was a shoehorn decision to try to, you know, that that's the reason. But if they wanted a real moment for him, SummerSlam was that because they didn't. If you go back in hindsight, it's always 2020, especially when you're booking by the seat of your pants. But like they didn't do anything with Bobby Lashley since SummerSlam that couldn't that you couldn't delete and put this back at SummerSlam. Do you know what I mean? Well, like nothing 100%. except for the fact that like they would have wanted that to be their send-off moment and Brock Lesnar was always going to be their send-off moment the moment that they had it. But it could have been their it could have been their break in the middle of the show moment uh, and while or whatever. I, while I hear you I, in a weird way I do think that takes a little bit away from it. I also think it's important for for Biggie's character though. Like the the idea that this is the way that a face does things is he announces ahead of time that he's cashing in. Yes, and, and we've we've talked about that. Yes, right. yes, and I yeah. and I do think that that's significant. Now, to your point, why couldn't that have been last Monday? I, I mean, I, 
I don't have that. I, I don't. I don't have an answer. And they could. They would probably say a holiday is not a good day to do something like that, right? Like that. True. Yeah. That I forgot last Monday was Labor Day. You, you don't. It's. I would say it's vastly better than doing it up against football. But they. They would probably argue that it's not a good day to do something like that. Or to Brandon's point, I think it's extraordinarily logical that they didn't think about it. They just decided in the last couple of days. You know, somebody sat in a room and said, we're about to get our asses handed to us. Ratings have been bad, and we're about to get effing blown away because there's a football game on Monday night. And they said, well, there's one thing we can try to do to try to save that, and they just made the decision within four days. So I, that won't surprise me whatsoever if that's I, the case. I think that's your most likely. Sure, 100%. Yes. I mean, as it is with everything in professional wrestling, right? Like, as the decision was made a couple of days ago. As, as you'll remember. No, only WWE. AEW plans oh, everything no, no out doubt, in advance. No doubt. Well planned out. Well thought out. Long storylines. No no question. That's why their their championship matches at their pay-per-views are always so dynamite. Um, let's see what I did there. Hey, good fun there. Yeah, I was hoping somebody caught it. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't know that they thought... I'm not sure that they concern themselves with Big E's character in the process and why it was good to do it this way versus just doing it to try to make sure that they could salvage anything they could ratings-wise from the moment. Like, I'm not sure that that was a consideration, but it should have been a consideration. And even if they got it there by accident, I think it's important that they got it there. I Mm -hmm. think in order for a face to do something like this, you have to do it in that type of way. Now, I was skeptical like when I saw the announcement, I was like, okay, that's that's them trying to get you to tune in, but they might not do it. So oddly, in a weird way, I'm glad they did. Once they made the announcement, I I, I would have felt like it was kind of a rope-a-dope for them to have put that out there and then, you know, as he's walking out to the ring, have him attacked by someone or something along those lines yep. to prevent him from being able to cash in. So That's you know, definitely where I thought it was going. Right, I, I was tweeting with uh, Scott Sudikoff <laughs> at like, 1040 like literally right before it happened i'm just like oh they're cutting to the back and biggie is going to be laid out back there yep. no question this about it exactly what i would have expected to have happened 1000 percent when um you know when i saw that i'm like all right there you know i see what they're doing but I, I will say glenn i think they did a really good job of if if these are the reasons it was done i think they did a good job of serving both masters by doing it in a way that you know maybe you can get some people to tune in but also throughout the show doing it in a way to play into his character. Right. And that, yeah, right. That, they, that he said, what was it? Two or three segments where he told people he was definitely cashing in before he really did it. So yeah. I think, you know, the, the, the part where you do it at four o'clock in the afternoon or whatever that was that they posted that is one thing. And then the fact that they made sure to continue to do so and didn't just have him run out, you know, randomly at the end. No, I, I think it was it, nice. Uh, it helps was a nice him. touch. I agree yeah. for storyline reasons. It it it's very good for him. I thought that was very beneficial, and so I I give that a thumbs up. I'm I'm, I, however they got there, they got there, and it worked out all right. Um, I, you know, we can still second guess. We can still you know have all the opinions that we want to have, but they got there eventually, and that that is really kind of all that matters is that they got there eventually, and and they didn't screw him up in any way in getting there and somebody might say well hey it's a little bit weird that you were leaning in so heavily on the teases with Roman Reigns but I don't feel that anybody I don't think anything they did there made us desire that match so badly 
that when they ultimately do it at summer at Survivor Series and it's not for a belt, it's it's going to leave us like they're going to do the Survivor thing th- series thing anyway. So I I don't feel empty about it any more so because they teased Big E going after Roman Reigns for the belt that they're going to do it Big E versus Roman Reigns without a belt being at stake. Like I don't I I don't feel an emptiness related to that. And I, I never felt that it went so far that it was turning, you know, personal between Biggie and Roman as much as it was just Biggie saying, I'm going after a belt. And this is the belt that's well, here Well, he was right just messing now. with Heyman. Right, know? he was messing with Heyman. He was messing around the belt. It wasn't like, I hate Roman Reigns. This no. has to be Roman yeah. Reigns. Yeah, was- you're probably right about that. But you would still, like, if you're painting someone as a great baby face and an insurmountable champion, there is always, like, you're running into a line where people are going to say, okay, I really want that great baby face to take down that insurmountable champion. And and you can say, hey, well, we're still going to get the match, although I think we all know Roman Reigns is going to win the match. Um, it depends get- on how they do the match. If, if it's uh, Bloodline versus New Day, New Day could go over. Oh, I would I would much prefer that. Yeah, I would prefer that. I'd prefer it. I still don't know if New Day can go. I still don't I mean, I'm I, like yeah, honestly, they can pin one of the Usos in that Survivor Series, it's a win for me. I I'm still Saudi Arabia is looming and that still scares the hell oh, out of you me. You still think that this is going to end up being Bill Goldberg as champion at that point? Like or no, I or think they, you can but now you can do that match without the title, right, which you I can. Goldberg. You can. I want, but if listen, Saudi Arabia and, says they want that match for the title, they're getting that match for the title. I like a triple threat or they just give him the belt back or what? Like, what I don't do you... know. I just, it scares me. The presence of that show scares me. No, I think this cleans up a little bit. I think at this bit. point you could make the argument that Bobby Lashley and Goldberg is fine without the title. And I think you could show them like, Hey, look, right. And you I, know, I get the sense yeah. that it's more important to Saudi Arabia to have Bill Goldberg than specifically it being Bill Goldberg for the belt. It's just the, and I mean, I can end up being yeah. stupid, but I think that's, by, by the way, do you know what else is crazy about that? And, and I know there's no way this is true, but like, <laughs> You could almost make the argument that this was well planned because if they didn't do that weird ass ending at SummerSlam, this wouldn't really be as obvious. You know what I mean? Like because it, it, it had to be a grudge match, right? Because he beat up his son or whatever at SummerSlam, and they did that weird ending. Now it perfectly lays out to do that match, and I I even kind of want to see it to be honest with you. Gotta like, agree to disagree there, but <laughs> well, no, but now yeah. I can enjoy it without worrying about him winning the title. Like, right. well, there's fair. that. I, yes, there's that. Like that part of it. Like if you if you're accepting that you have to have Bill Goldberg, correct. no question, this is far better than what it could be with Bill Goldberg. I'm not going to debate that even a little bit, uh, but it still doesn't make me want to see it. It's like I can't, right. I just can't join you in that capacity that it makes me want to see it. Um, I, you know. I, all thumbs up. Big E's a wonderful person. He's a wonderful champion. He's, you know, very deserving. He's someone who rose to the moment, so it's easy to get behind all of it. Is it going to suddenly change the course of, of Raw and make Raw a drastically better TV show? Probably not. Um, well, the dra- but the draft could. I and the, the draft could. And I hope that's the case. I mean, they, they clearly, there are a lot of problems there that they have to clean up and and I hope the draft will go a long way into doing that. And I don't know. We'll see. And I do want to recognize that I, none of this to me is Bobby Lashley's fault. Um, no, yeah, he's been great. Right. Bobby Lashley was a really good champion. Bobby Lashley probably did the best work of his WWE career and MVP by far the best work of his WWE career. I have a proposal that I would like to discuss with the two of you. Okay. Uh-oh. I thought you were already married. Could we now consider him 
to be the guy to dethrone Roman Reigns. No, no not a chance. Not, not, I, I, no, not hold on. In, not tomorrow. Not in the next six months. Correct. But that, that's what I'm saying. Eventually. I'm talking within the no. next year. No. Could you do enough work with him? He was... I know part of this is Goldberg, but 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 I I still think you have to have someone that people want. What's your want. target date? What's your target date? WrestleMania. No, not by WrestleMania. That's six months. You That's said six months. I don't think it can be within the next six months. You don't think there's any way you could turn him into a badass Brock Lesnar style babyface? I, I I guess there's what I'm saying. No, 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 no. I'm also. This isn't the right guy for that, and that's I'm gonna. He's 45 years old. Um, well, that's a whole other conversation. Well, it's important. I'm saying though. I'm gonna say should he be the guy? Could he be the I mean, guy? Could he be the guy? You, you I, have to you have to put things in motion right now for it. I well, think that I, you have. What if the draft is does that? Do you know what I mean? The, the problem is he's riding too high. Like he's I don't think he's at the peak of his wave yet. I think he still has a ways to like he's not on the downturn yet with MVP. I think you want to ride that out a little while I, longer. I, I, it's well, I think really you could make MVP part of it. He no. has to be. He would have to be. You. I don't think he can survive on his own. I think we've seen that. Then he I, can't be the guy. You can't you can't have a face who can't survive on his own be the guy to dethrone Roman. But if MVP is part of the package that makes it work, I mean we've seen they kind of went I don't face know with that him for a minute. A face, it, it was working. I mean, I don't think they fully intended to do it. But they, even before Goldberg, there was some weird stuff with retribution and, so, and people. Some weird stuff with Drew McIntyre. People were right. Yeah, but bored that's Drew different than, than people were getting behind him. And at SummerSlam, people were really behind him. And I know part of it was Goldberg, yeah, I, but it can't. But that can't work with everyone. I'm gonna you know what I, mean? I think that what you're talking about is unlikely. But the problem is bigger than that. Like this, really, the way that you are setting this up, and that's the problem with it being The Rock too. Is that you're setting this old up? Old guys. Well, it's yeah. it, you, you, the problem is that this you are setting up for someone that can that can use this to benefit them for the next decade. Like that's that's this is you're drawing this to you know as much as as we might have you can maybe compare Brock Lesnar or Bobby Lashley in some ways. Brock Lesnar got a decade's worth of relevance out of beating the Undertaker. Yeah. Um And and that's what we're setting this up for. We're setting this up for. Whoever does it should be able to use it valuably for the next decade of their career, and there's not a next decade for Bobby Lashley. You can say he could use it really well for the next three to five years, right? Like, that that would be beneficial to him, but what you've done is is too significant for it to be someone that you aren't sure is in still the prime of their career for the next decade. As much as I don't want it to be Drew McIntyre and think that it can't work or it's the wrong play, Drew McIntyre's 36. He's absolutely viable for the next decade. Um, I mean, to me, those are your two candidates right now. And I'm not saying should. I'm saying for people that I think I would believe that it makes sense from what they've done on the show... It's those two people. Oh, well, I mean, I, I think there's no doubt that Drew McIntyre is your top candidate. I, I mean, I don't think and he's still the top, and he's still my top. Yeah, one. I mean, I think there's no sure. question about that. Um, I, I would still love for it to be Jey Uso, but I, you know, I just don't know that I believe that they're going to see that any longer. Um, I'd have to think about who the other viable candidates are. Um, Riddle. 
Riddle, no, because he's too goofy, but Damian Priest would be. Like, I mean, like, think about Damian Priest yeah. for a second. I don't know exactly how old Damian he's Priest is. He's pretty old, too. He's older, I mean, there's no doubt, but he's not Bobby Lashley. He's in his old. 40s. No, he's not. He's 38. So Damian oh, Priest okay. is absolutely someone that could use it for the next decade. Um, it's, you know, it doesn't feel right right now, but we also don't know how long we're talking about in order to get there. But Damian Priest is in that sweet spot where the, he could absolutely be that person that we're talking about. Who else? Who else? I mean, you could say no. Like I'd love, I'd love to tell you that it was Shinsuke Nakamura. It's obviously not Shinsuke Nakamura, no. so it's it's not really. Um, but if but if you told me no, no wait. But what is this conversation? Who they will do or who you could do? I think who uh, to me the you could do Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm-hmm. You have to do the work, mm-hmm. but you had the same problem, which is simply he doesn't have ten years left. I'm saying in the context of, I mean, Shinsuke's only 41, so like it's. But not, he's already had back problems. Correct. Like, correct. But, uh, and also, I mean, let's surprised he's wrestling now. Yes, and it's impractical given what they've done with Shinsuke Nakamura to believe that they're going to suddenly do that with Shinsuke Nakamura. It's just there's no practical world in which you can believe that Vince McMahon is going to you know, throw throw everything behind a Japanese performer, considering you know he's never done that so i i just don't buy it i'm i'm looking for someone with a sweet spot of a decade in front of them that could use the giant boost that would come along with something like this and be in an elevated position with I, I have WWE. a I have a name for you, but based again, the way, based on how the way, they've used you could still make an argument for Big E. Like let's, let's But you could you could make an argument for Keith Lee. Sure. Sure. Um Kevin Owens? No. I, I think you already kinda went through the Kevin Owens thing. I just don't buy I mean, it right now, I, you know. I, like I, I would love to believe that they have a vision for Kevin Owens for the next ten years, but I I don't believe even if they do that it would ever involve him being elevated that way. Like, elevated to a Randy Orton level, maybe. You know what I mean? But elevated to the guy that we want to have on the Today Show? I, 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 I Carry and cross. Come on. You know, oh, you laugh God. about that, but... I, I mean, no idea how they would get there, but he's actually somebody that would be that would qualify. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. Like, like, like he'd, he'd fit the boxes, but based on how they did, no. no, I don't believe it. No, I don't believe that either. I don't see it. I don't see it coming. Um... You know, that part of the problem is that we're not coming up with a lot of names that fit this. And and by the way, it's part of my fear that they're not going to do it the right way and that they are going to end up just having it be the rock, you know, <laughs> like that that they'll they'll trade it in for the moment. But the way that they're doing this, it absolutely should be someone who's going to get a ten year run out of it. How old was Brock Lesnar when he beat The Undertaker? He was really twenty four, maybe. No. Really? no. No. Oh wait. Oh, 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 oh talking about the Taker that time. I thought you meant to win the world title for the first no, time. I no, mean, the he, time that matters. He, right. he would have been mid thirties. He's forty four right now. So how old would? Uh, uh, that was two thousand fourteen. So, so he's thirty seven. So yeah. He was thirty seven. So that's exactly right. Right. Like we're looking at guys that are in their mid to late thirties that are established but that could use this thing. Now, Brock Lesnar was far advanced from, you know, any of the guys that we're talking about right now, right? Let's be fair. I mean, you got the, you got the answers. The, the answer is Finn Balor, but they're not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, Finn Balor absolutely I mean, would be a, you know, he would yeah. certainly fit this bill, but unfortunately you're right. The, There's just no this world. is completely batshit insane and obviously wouldn't happen at WrestleMania. This would be later in the year or even the next WrestleMania if we want to, uh, to you know, go with AJ's idea. Which is. Gable Stevenson. Oh, it's not nothing, man. You're not wrong about that. 
that's there's there, there, it, again if you're willing if you're gonna if you're gonna now the word is that the rock is is the the following wrestlemania that he's eyeing in, right? in la yeah right so that makes it a little bit if tricky. If you let Roman Reigns keep the title for three years, sure. Yeah, I mean that makes it that makes it really tricky because at some point he's going to get hurt. Unfortunately, like you just got to deal with that. Well, what what if you didn't wait till May? What if you did it at oh, SummerSlam? Would be too. I feel too early if you tried to make Survivor Series something. But I but I get your argument of not waiting long with Gable Stevenson and and giving. I mean, let's not pretend like they didn't give Sheamus a belt really quickly. Um, yeah. Well, and, and and like I said, I didn't get to say this on the podcast last week, but I was saying on it, like they should be starting in December, showing highlights of his meets during oh, I, Raw and I, SmackDown. I think, I think that they're going to do well with this. I think they know. I I, I don't. I'm not worried about Gable Stevenson, no, and particularly be because of the rela- <laughs> particularly because of the relationship he already has with Paul Heyman. That this isn't just a Vince McMahon project where you know. However much truth there is to our concerns about Vince McMahon, they exist. This is Paul Heyman's guy. <laughs> like this is this is a guy that on the creative side, you're already going to see a lot in. I don't have any concern at all about what they're going to do with Gable Stevenson. I I think. Oh, I, I don't have concern. I just think that if done right, this could be the biggest debut in the history of wrestling I, honestly i don't disagree with you i mean i i think this is they view him as being the future of wwe now it comes with the the strange sort of caveat of the belief that he's going to try to go win a gold medal in 3 years um and and how does that this is uncharted territory that we're talking about like how do you do both things at once um we're going to find out won't we we're going to find out and that's going to be cool but i think we're all excited about gable stevenson and i have I, I I can't believe I'm saying this. I think that even WWE can't screw this up. <laughs> and I've you know I know <laughs> knock I on wood. That. Yep, I know I might regret that at some point. I, I I gotta keep Riddle in the pile. I I think I think you have to keep him in the pile because I think there's a chance. Remember how goofy John Cena was? John Cena was real goofy. Yeah. I but, think but, there's but a it, chance. It and you have about a year and a half before dropping the goofiness to get the world title. Okay, but um, whatever. Everything's different now, and you have to remember that, like, I mean, just judging off of the imagery and stuff they're using for NXT, like, he plays right into the card of the millennial. Like, I, I do think there's something to be said about that. I hear, like, I, I hear what I you're like saying. Riddle. Riddle can be the guy. I'm just not sure if he can be the guy. He, he's got too much to do before WrestleMania to make it happen at WrestleMania. If you tell me he's the guy, they well, end up not, not su- dropping the belt at Mania. But there's no there's no time limit here. We're just saying right. uh, yeah. Then Riddle can be the guy. Yes, just not. I'm not, at Mania. I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve to be mentioned in this conversation. I think my skepticism will go back to like my gauge is always: Would you send Matt Riddle to the Today Show? Yes. Uh, I would. Uh, I don't look at look at culture right now. I understand. I one hundred percent would send him to the Today Show. I understand what you're saying. I still think the Today Show is a little bit different than what you're talking about. I, I still... watched the Today Show. I think it would fit great. I think that he could go to Jimmy Fallon. I think he could. Go I think to... could, I think he could do a lot of things. I think that. I, I, I think he could be on Saturday Night Live. I think we I all think... need to address the elephant in the room with Matt Riddle, which is that like they still think that they probably still think that it's a bit of a wild card that he smokes a lot of weed. Like, yeah, but that's acceptable in culture now. I to 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 a lot of culture, it's acceptable. 
Like, if he's, if he's clearly high on the Today Show, yeah, it's gonna be problematic. And and I about, mean, by they the way, make weed jokes in his promos now. I get it. Like, I understand that they it's, play into it. It's but to me, it's why I think. But they, does that disqualify him? The fact that they make weed jokes in his promos? I, nope. It's I why don't think so. I, I to me, I think they think of Matt Riddle as a guy who's going to be great to have around for a long time. I think they think of him as a guy that's going to be upper echelon. I don't think they think of him as this next thing that we're talking about. But, you know, could that change? It, I and, think and he has to little... be part of the conversation just because of the change of, of culture. I think that he fits the new culture in the world. I don't think that they want their anointed champion being the guy going and doing, uh, you know, the Woody Wooderson bit. I don't think that's what they want <laughs> in their, their, like, name the guy that's been that. Like, oh, no, no, no. This is a whole new world. That's my I, point. I understand. My but... point is this is the idea for a whole new world. Not there is going to be no precedent for this. Like, but I, I don't think that there's I don't think we should be closed minded to not include people. There's no precedent for because I think yeah. these are unprecedented times. I think they're going to be moving into, uh, you know, if AJ's group is on the main roster or when they debut on the main right. roster. That's the unprecedented. Like, that would never have happened before. So th- there's going to be things like that, and I think there that you have to make— things like that, but there's so much corporate money involved here, man, that I, I, I just still think that it's going to be a long time before that— I think these corporations are less square these days. I not just, I, as less square as you want them to be. <laughs> like, I, I not, <laughs> not— Like, it's still—there are still a lot of people that are decision-makers that want— the people that they're spending money on to look a certain way and do certain things. And there's just always going to be a choice that I want this person to be a bit more buttoned up. Um, well, and I don't think that Glenn's, you're not disqualifying him from being champion. At no, point, not just at all. Not the guy to beat Roman Reigns. Right. 100%. I'm in no way. I think that they think that he's a significant part portion of the puzzle for a long time. I just find it hard to believe that they think that he's going to be their John Cena. That they think he's going to be their anointed face of the company, and that's what they're setting this up—the value of beating Roman Reigns—to be for the next decade. Um, I, I, I still keep him in the pile. I mean, we have to remember John Cena wasn't buttoned up either. Um, he got buttoned up, but he wasn't buttoned but up. I and think, then there's not to, there couldn't be some subtle changes to riddle to make it work. But I understand what you're also saying. weren't going on Good Morning America in 2004. Right. They were. But that's okay. Mm, not no, they really weren't. Not in two thousand. Dude, Hulk Hogan was on Regis and Kathy Lee when I was like well, a child. Okay, but that was in nineteen ninety one. Yes. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, but you're talking about an era of of wrestling where they were trying to overcome being the scummiest thing on TV. Right. As well. right. And I'm and I'm saying it took them a while between two thousand one and. But they're not that anymore. Eight. They're not. But that's that, what I'm saying. I, but that's what I'm saying. This is unprecedented. There, there, right. there is no there is no barometer for this. I think there it's going to be a whole new idea of who this person could be and what well, they're going okay, to be. And, and if you want me to make an argument for you, here's the dirty part about that. I don't know. I, it's not impossible that Matt Riddle, Riddle has actually stopped smoking weed. Like, I, I, I mean right. this. It, the Matt Riddle... I don't know. How, mu- how much can we talk about this? <laughs> like... <laughs> I mean, I don't want to... I, I, can, I, can I say that we... Ooh, we can just I don't want to have to edit anything. Let me let me look at this marker. Um 
we when we had Matt Riddle on the show for the first time, it he was so high <laughs> that we we really struggled to get through the interview. And we like Matt Riddle, right? Like we were Matt Riddle and we, guys. And we, we ended up having fun with it. And so we just acknowledge it. I just at some point said, Matt, how high are you right now? And he was like, dude, I'm so high. <laughs> and we edited that part out of the interview because AJ, to his credit, was like, hey, man, you know, like he might be thinking about some various competitions and, and we might want to try to. AJ regularly thinks about protecting the people involved, right? And I, and I respect that about AJ. And Lord knows, I don't think we hold ourselves to such a journalistic standard that we had the requirement to leave that in the interview. Um, that was so long ago that I think that it's okay that we talk about it now. I mean, how many years ago was that, Aaron? That was, uh, I mean, that was coming out of Dallas when I saw him, you know, and, and proclaimed him the next world champion. So that would have been 2016. So, yeah, I mean, we're talking about something five years ago. I'd like to hope that we don't have to, to remove this from the conversation. It's possible that in, in WWE went to him and say, Hey man, like there is going to be a limit to how far you can go within this company, unless you're willing to think about your image. Like we still want to play into who you are and the crowd that likes you, but we also need you to go to work and we need you to do certain things. And I get that like the opinion about weed as a whole has changed. And, you know, I'm not trying to suggest that maybe Matt Riddle has completely given up weed or doesn't use CBD or something along those lines. But like it, it was who he was. He gave up a professional athletic career right, right, because yeah. of weed. Um, I think here's a telling sign about Matt Riddle and just kind of his, the fact that he doesn't, he's not one of those guys who PR just pushes out there. You don't see him do a, a lot of interviews. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting. It's weird I, a little bit, right? Like, like you see it every now and then, especially if it's like an on thing, like around SummerSlam where you can go somewhere, but he's not one of the guys who you see PR pushing. And I think that does say a lot about it. I mean, he just did it. a whole bunch. Cause there was a lot of quotes out of those interviews, but, but they were all like the, the SummerSlam, but they still let him talk to reporters. Yeah, they but, did, but, but they kind of let everybody do that around the big shows. Around, it wasn't like, like, he's not, like they're, they're going to, they're going to Baltimore. He's not going to be the guy who's like, "Hey, we have Matt Riddle here. Talk to him to promote." No, this but to Baltimore. be fair, half the time those are people that aren't even on the show. No, because it's, the, it's their people that they're choosing. They're handpicking those people. But they're, because... but they're, but they're really into like. The last time I, I saw someone do a radio interview, it was like the Good Brothers, and they, they didn't appear on the show. Right, but uh, but the point is... Like, but they, they trust them to people, do those right. interviews. They're people well, that that's they... fine, but I'm saying they clearly... I mean, it felt like they were just giving them, like, not Charlotte, not AJ. Like, no, not, because... And Char you would I, argue Matt Riddle is one of the biggest stars on the show right now. I, I don't disagree with that, but like Charlotte's done those. Like she just gets to a point where she says, "I don't feel like going and doing morning sure. radio in Baltimore." Like, I, I, I got Becky for a DC show, and like right as she was, I'm not going to say in her pride, but right in in the middle of that build, they do throw those people out, and then yes, they do throw out the Cesaro bunch, right. brothers. I'm not, but I mean, if they don't Seth ever throw out these uh, Matt Riddle, I think it's it's worth noting. I, I want to keep coming back to. I don't think it's impossible that Matt Riddle has changed a little bit personally, and that they embrace that and they view it i still think it's let like if i rank the two of them damian priest would be far in front of him like damian yes. priest has this look has everything that they could want um reaches another culture another group of people that they're interested in like i i think that damian priest would be far more likely to me than matt riddle would be at this point now that doesn't again i'm not i'm not saying it's impossible i'm saying i'm i think it's 
it's unlikely um, based on all of the factors that we have. But and, and assuming he is become the the person they want to beat Roman is, which it should it should be, but you know we have to put in the possibility that. They don't necessarily view it that well, way. And I would say I would still be excited if it was Matt Riddle because I like Matt Riddle. You right. know what I mean? Like I'd be all for them them thinking yeah. that Matt Riddle was that guy. I'm a big Matt Riddle guy. I just I'm not I'm not sure right now that I see it. Versus when I say Damian Priest out loud, I'm like, oh god, that's that sounds right. Like that sounds like the guy. That sounds like someone that they think could be six months to a year away from them strapping an effing rocket ship to and letting and riding him to the moon for the next decade because let's be honest about it, he kinda looks like Roman Reigns. Yes. You know? Like Yep. That's That's almost why it shouldn't be him, but You can make that argument. <laughs> like you can make the argument for it, but you know, that's sort of the way that they operate, man. It's and and then there's one other guy we didn't mention, which was Seth, which I hope it's not Seth, but I mean you know, I mean, that's not... I, I wouldn't have a problem with Seth. Yeah, I don't know he that I would have a problem with it either. You but gotta, you gotta do the work. Oh, there, there's oh, definitely yeah. a lot of work to do. There's no question about yeah. it. And Seth's still only 35. I mean, But like if you told me that this was for this mania and you were saying one of the heels turns and it's, you know, someone... Like, I, I would choose Seth before Lashley. Just based on yeah. what work you have to do. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, I guess let's get to uh, NXT. I guess let's go there next because it was the other big story of the week. Um, I'm going to say two things that are going to be... Or I'm going to say one thing that covers two parts, and it's going to sound weird. I thought the sum of the parts was pretty good. I thought the parts were pretty problematic. Yeah, um, that, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. I, I thought the two-hour television program, I don't know, at the end of it, I'm like, hey, it was a pretty good television program. It's just that then I start picking it apart layer by layer, and I'm like, right, but I hated this, I hated this, I hated this. Like, it's a weird <laughs> yep. it's, it's a weird feeling that I have coming from it. Obviously, the 2.0 thing is horrendous. I mean, it's just an abomination. Why are they calling it 2.0? Like, you don't have to call it 2.0. No, because they're going out of their way to try to make you believe it's not really NXT anymore. Like, well, the best part of it is, is it's actually like three point or right, four, or five four point oh, or yeah, something like that. You um, know, uh, go ahead. No, I mean that, that's that's the first thing. The first thing is that's annoying. It's obnoxious, and it needs to go away immediately. But you just know it ain't going away immediately. You just know it's going to be. They, they might just drop the two point oh thing. I I think they'll drop it at some point, but I think it's going to be. After a little while, I, 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 I'm, I'm convinced that that is absolutely a from the top. People need to know that this isn't what NXT lost and they need to know that this isn't a loser. Mm -hmm. This is very, very big. You know, this is Donald Trumpian. This is, this is not, we don't lose. This is not, we don't, we don't have losers around here. This is something else. And so I'm convinced that that's, that's going to be something that we're going to deal with for a little bit. Um, so we start with that. The colors don't bother me in any way. Like, no, I, I actually like them. Yeah, I, I'd argue... I've, it depended on the... There were some entrances where it was weird on, but overall, I don't mind the colors. I, and I would actually say that... I, I, I know it's going to sound crazy. One of the problems I've started to have with Raw is like I'm sick of everything being red and black. It's, it's yeah. It just... It needs to look. It's, remember what I said about you know as as much of an abomination as Raw Underground was. Like it was just good to to get into a different room to see something different. I I actually would argue that Raw. 
and I don't feel the same way about SmackDown. I don't think the blue is so overwhelming. I think that most of the colors in the arena still come out. I think on Raw, the red overwhelms everything in the arena, and like all you see is red. And I've thought this is one of the many. It's, I'm not trying to pre- pretend like it's the biggest problem. I thought it was a big problem. And I don't know that it, I felt all that differently about NXT. I think at some point, the it it almost became too much with just associating the brands with one color. I I kind of dig it. I thought it opened things up. Now there's the trade-off for that, which and I said this on Twitter the other night. The lighting is a problem because it reminds you just how few people that you're doing this in front. Right. Of. That was terrible. They need to not do those big arena sh- or whatever you want to call it, where you can see the entire place. Or, or they need to do it the way. Like I, I keep talking about this constantly with AEW. They make small buildings look big with their lighting, right. and and that was the benefit that NXT had. As much as the color might be an issue, like you didn't really know how many people were in that. I mean, obviously we knew that, you know, because we've seen that room before. We know it's not a very big room. But you could create this deception that you didn't really know exactly how many people were there right. because of the lighting. By doing it this way, you can count how many people are in the building. Like, you yeah. know how few people. It feels like you're watching a wrestling show at an elementary school. And uh, I mean, it looked like a, you know, a Saturday morning sitcom set, honestly. Right. 100%. Do, do you think somebody said, just to piggyback on your previous point of NXT 2.0, like, let's overshow this so that the it's obvious that we're not trying to look big or something. Well, I don't, I don't know. Like, like, look, this is our dinky little show. I don't, and I don't think that's it. Yeah, I'm saying, no, I'm because no, artic- I, I, I don't think they're on. saying this. I'm articulating this the wrong way. But do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, basically, I, I know, we're not trying to you... beat anybody with this. This isn't something we're trying to pop a rating with. This yeah, is what this I, is. I disagree. I don't think they would do all of those all and the I'm things not, they did. And, and by the way, when you say you disagree, I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just throwing it out. I don't okay, know okay. if I think right. that. I'm just saying, is there, is there a I would chance say that... I find that unlikely, because why do I, any... I find why... it unlikely, and I find it, if you're saying I'm, I'm consciously making my programming worse, like... That's what that's what basically yeah, you're why, arguing. Why here. do the why do the show if you're going to do that, right? Like you can just get rid of NXT. You can just have guys work matches. You can do FCW. You can put it on the. You can like why do the show if you're not going to present the best possible show that you can? Well, I'm not saying that they think that's bad. I'm just saying they clearly don't think it's bad to show the crowd this way. Like um, you, you're you're making a point that hey, this is bad because you can see how small the building is. They clearly know you can see how small the building is I don't because they're the, the ones doing it. You say that except for the fact that I don't know that the people that make the final decisions are the ones that are prioritizing that, right? Like, I don't know that it jumps out to them in the lead-up to the first show when they've got a million different things going on that they've thought about how lighting the building a certain way would make it You don't it think clear. they've done camera tests and stuff to see I what the... I think they've done all of that, but I don't know if the priority in doing that was making it look like there's more people in the building than there actually are. I don't no, know. I don't, that's... No, that's my whole point. I don't think they care. That's what I'm trying to point out. Like, I, they clearly don't because they wouldn't present the show this way if they cared about I that. I think it's possible that after they see it and other humans see it and other humans say something about it, then suddenly you go back into a room and you say, right, that's not what we should have been doing. But what would like, you say if this just looks the same every week? That it's a mistake. Like, no, like but I, I mean, but, but again, that's your opinion, but there's intention here. If, if, if they make the show look like this every single week and they don't change it, that's intentional. Yes, in so, and, and then, then, I would, then I would say, 
why are they trying to make a lesser product? Yeah, I mean, like, I... I understand what you're trying to say. Like it's hard it, for me to believe that they're shocked about what that show looked like last night or Wednesday night. I don't I think there's a difference between shocked and not a priority. I think those two things can be very different things. There's things that in in building up like um when I do broadcast, there's a million things that I think about and never concern myself or even consider the possibility of 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 something else that's going on until it happens and you're like Oh right, we should have thought about that ahead of time. Like those those things occur constantly. Well, the only reason I I say that I I can't imagine this is the, this being the case is that the previous presentation was the complete opposite of that, and they clearly were but I lighting it that way I, on purpose. Brandon, I think the that. two things jumped out at me. One, I think that they prioritized the color, and yes. I think in order. Oh, to, okay, because in, of the colors, they didn't. Okay, right. If I, you're gonna say that, I get it. I think that okay. their priority was we want these colors to be on display, and not Got thinking it. about that and doing that, they were Got also it. going to make it very clear how few people were in. But also go back to those like promos that they ran. When they showed the blueprint of what the arena was going to look like, oh yeah, you could see how small the arena. Well, was. I just I yeah. thought it actually the way that the blueprint like showed, I thought they were coming up with something that almost looked like a Thunderdome, like that looked like people on people, and right. this is going to look bigger than it actually is. When I saw the blueprint, and I I don't know that they weren't thinking that that was going to be what it was until you actually saw it on television. The depth perception that you can't see in a blueprint. Again, I, I can physically count all of the people here. Like, there's no if if you cut off the camera shot so that I didn't see the top row and right. that like ring like that that like and and none none of those overhead shots either. It, yeah, it, these are subtle things that you can do. And again, I I say this constantly about AEW. AEW does unbelievably well. Yes. They do an unreal job. I get this week they were in a massive building, but they're not in massive buildings every week. And when they're not in massive buildings, they make you believe that they're in a massive building. Um, they make you believe that a 3,000-seat building is is huge. And I get that that's still even bigger than the building that we're talking about with w, with the NXT. NXT's not even a 3,000-seat venue. I mean, I, 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 think, I think it's 700. Yeah, it sounds about I mean, I, Full Sail was... It, it, was bigger that than that. Surprises me if it's seven hundred. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it might be less than seven hundred. I, I, like, full sale never felt this small. Um, they but seven hundred is also way less people than you think it is. Like, it that sounds like a lot of people. It's not that many people. No, it's not that many people. It might be. You might be right about it. It might be in the neighborhood of seven hundred. Um, but it, I mean, it's less people than you would even put in like the Harford County Arena where we went and saw NXT. Like, it's. It's an ex- oh yeah, that's like four thousand people. Right, it's or an extraordinarily like yeah. small number of people that we're talking about, and so if you're going to do that, that's fine. But you just need to figure out a way to shoot it to not make it as obvious how few people are there. You you need to figure out a way, and th- like that can be done. It absolutely one hundred percent can be done because it's done in television. It's done you know in 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 closed sets. There are ways to do it. There are just tricks that you can pull in order to not make it clear just how few people are there. It was it was alarming to me um, how obvious it was that there was there's nobody in this building when I watched that show the other night. Um, as far as the the big from the wrestling standpoint, the big things that stood out. One, yeah, it's a real bummer that they kind of buried their championship match. Like, yeah, I can't get over that. I. I I, no, bad. I don't think there was anything done at the wedding either that, that like, justified like, it. Like, right. 
Like, like going into it, I was like, oh, this is why they did that. Yeah, and then when it was coming. over, I was like, they didn't have to but, do that. But you know what was weird about it is like the wedding didn't bother me. I actually thought it was kind of a neat yeah. professional no, the, wrestling segment. Like, it was, I was, the was, was no, my, point was, my point was it didn't end in a way that made me think. It had to be. The, in, right. It, right. Correct. The, the functionally, set. it right. did have to end the show because they took down the ring. Correct. Like functional, and that's why it happened. But then you don't have the title match this week. Have the title match next week. Ex- and that's exactly what I thought. And I, it does come back to I think they were desperate. We are reannouncing NXT. We have to have this pop some sort of number. And so we've got to just throw all of this on one card in order to make it happen because we are we are telling you this is a new show. And we have to have that new show do as well as it possibly can. Do you think the wise. Samoa Joe thing was planned? I thought about it. Because um, what you just said would suggest that. It's 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 conspiratorial for me to say that, but I, I'm I'm open to that conversation. I, I, how could you possibly completely reject it? How could you possibly completely? Yeah, reject I, I can't. I, I don't want to believe that, but I I I'm open to that conversation. Um. It is a thought that has crossed my mind. It crossed my mind immediately, frankly. It crossed my mind immediately when we saw that. I was like... Me too. I can't help but wonder. I just can't help but wonder if they started laying things out and, you know, even if... It, and it might doesn't have to because be... Because they wouldn't want him to lose to anyone, clearly. And, 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 and I'll go a right. step beyond that. It doesn't have to be evil. It could be nothing more than Samoa Joe was dealing with an injury that was going to prevent him from wrestling for four weeks. And in their mind, they got together and said, "We got to have a championship match on this first show. We, we like we have we got to do something that that helps us draw a number for this first show." And they just said, "Sorry, dude, you're gonna have to get rid of the belt because you can't wrestle on on Tuesday." That if Samoa Joe could have wrestled on Tuesday, maybe they don't have him drop the belt. Like they just need. Yeah, maybe he just fought uh, L.A. Knight for the title, or, whatever, or, or, need... or maybe you know you take Kyle O'Reilly out and he steps in, and there's your title match right there. Something like that, right? Something along those lines. I I don't know. I just I can't help but think about that possibility that that was the way they would do it. So here you have this what should be a great moment, Tommaso Ciampa winning the belt, and like you do it, and then you immediately move away from it like it didn't happen. And... Oh, you know what's interesting though, I, and I know that's not the this is the point of what you're trying to to say right now. But it is interesting the way you know when you lay it out that way. Just to play the uh, the non-conspiratorial card, maybe that match was going to be the number one contender match. Well, it was. They had announced that for the number one contender match. Oh, okay. So they just yeah. made the same match for the title. So yes. So Tommaso was going to win the. And I know we. That's well, hard. No, to really they they, they might have changed the finish. Right. Because it was for the title. And they just needed a face to have the championship. Or they over. they just wanted and you know they. Not time for L.A. Knight. They don't necessarily believe in Pete Dunne, and it's not going to be uh, Von Wagner. Right. Well, that's 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 the next problem that we'll get to. We'll get we'll get to that. We'll get to that. And in fact, we can kind of go right into it, I guess. Um, the the next problem is again we I I and I can't I gotta I gotta be careful. I thought the show was good. <laughs> The next problem. Well, do you know what's really crazy? Watching this show felt like watching AEW a little bit to me. It it really did. Like huh. like there were some things. We'll get into it. All but right. there were some things that they did that the Von Wagner thing. I mean, it was a, very AEW. It's well, it's really way more Vince McMahon. Like that's really that <laughs> that to me is the one. Like I'm I'm absolutely capable of of painting the picture. Where the word is that Vince McMahon didn't write the script, 
his involvement was going over the script. Oh. And, and there is absolutely a piece of me that sees him walking down into a room, seeing this guy walk by and saying, who's that? And they say, well, that's, you know, that's, that's Joe. Well, I don't know what his mean, real name is. That, that's, that's the word is he views him as a future and, WrestleMania main eventer. And, and in the span of a day, he convinces himself this oh, guy, it's Cal Bloom. Yeah, oh, 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 is, oh. is the though, big... though not Matt Bloom's son. I actually made right. that mistake. It's one of the right. Beverly Brothers' right. sons. This but guy, but still, this was a guy that was highly talented. Sorry, go ahead. Yes, uh, he's been around for a while. He was on SmackDown a few times. Yes, but my my, I am convinced that Vince McMahon says, "Well, this guy needs to be in our championship match." And they look at him like, "We haven't even, wait, nobody knows who he is. Like, you can't, you can't put him in the championship match." And Vince McMahon just says. Yes, you can. <laughs> and, and that's the end we'll of it. Him. Right. Now he's in a championship match. That reeked to me of Vince McMahon. I mean, that reeked of here's the influence that Vince McMahon is now going to hold over NXT is that he sees someone who looks like that and he immediately just says, the hell with whatever else you're doing. Do that now. Um, and that's where, you know, concerns come in about NXT and, and that even – even if I say I don't really have a problem with the size of the people that are going to be involved and the way that they're going about doing it, there's nothing good that comes with someone that no one knows who he is being thrown into a championship match. That yeah, just put Roddy Strong in there. Correct. I mean, like, like you can't, you just can't do that. And I don't there's care. There's like what, eight guys that you could have put in the match at any level. You can't do that. But again, it's it's not the only thought. There is Vince McMahon wants this guy to be something immediately and so they have to make him something immediately and that's the reason why it goes that way well, um, guess what though he's he's fucked now or oh, sorry he's he's trapped he's he's done because he's gonna get booed out of every building that he ever well, walks into unless then, he gets drafted up immediately yeah he's gonna get booed because of all these reports of vince mcmahon likes him this is the shamest thing well from he doesn't have to be a face to be fair well, that's true. He's, he's a completely blank slate right now. Right, and to be fair, I mean, Vince McMahon was in love with Drew McIntyre, and I get that it took a little time and he had to go away, but they made it work. I mean, like... Ten, ten years later. <laughs> was, it really, was it really ten years? It was, like, literally ten years oh later. God, Jesus Christ. Um, Yeah, it's not going to be easy, but... but yeah, it's not going to be easy. <laughs> All right, <it's> just, <laughs> I'll just stay with that. Can, can, can I mean, we, when you can, Google his name, every single oh, thing is just you. like... I hear you. Uh, this is what the internet wrestling fans are are gonna do. This poor guy. I don't know anything about him. Seems like a, I don't know. Okay, guy. Like, can we say that? Like, we I, don't know. I anything know about nothing him. about him. How do I know if he's an okay? But guy? I just, I just mean like, I feel bad that like without knowing anything. Yeah, I mean, I haven't. Like, I don't, we don't say anything that he was harassing women on the prices right or anything <laughs> like that. But like, I mean, I don't. I don't know anything about the gentleman. I couldn't tell you. Um, it doesn't appear to be the problem that Lars Sullivan was. Like no. I can, I'll give you that. But... Someone will find something if if it's there. Aye, they'll aye, find aye, it. Aye, aye, aye. And and then there's the Braun Breaker thing, which is I get why everybody's complaining about the name. I I feel a weird way because if there, there's there's layers to the Braun Breaker problem, right? The first layer being we all hate the name. Okay, fine. We've hated names before. I, I, I still hate the name. I'm going to hate the name. But part of that is because we all think Rex Steiner would have just been so They gave obvious. him the name Rex Steiner, too. It wasn't like it was an indie name that they decided to change. It's, he came there saying, you're Rex Steiner, and, and now and you're giving him a worse name. And it seems quite obvious. And we're all like, what? that's great, right? Like, we'll just roll with that. 
I have thought about whether, and I, I know this is going to sound crazy, that as much as like they might lean into him being Rick Steiner's son, I don't know. I don't know if they want a connotation to exist between he and Scott Steiner. Well, they're apparently they're not going to lean into him being Rick Steiner. So apparently, the announcers are under strict orders to not bring up the Steiners at all. Um, did you match. listen to the? I know, but apparently that match. There, there, there is a re- there is a report now that that is not happening going forward. He is such a dog face gremlin. Right. I, <laughs> I just I think that the Scott Steiner part of it is part of the problem there. And I'm not saying that's something that should be. I'm just, it, I get the sense oh. that, that it is. Vince doesn't like Scott. Correct. You know that. <laughs> and I just think that he doesn't want people talking about Scott Steiner. And I get that Scott Steiner, it, like, it's not even Scott Steiner's son, which is the silly part about all of this. But because Scott is a more prominent figure than Rick is, I think there's going to be a lot of dullards who would hear Rex Steiner and their immediate thought would be, how's he related to Scott? Because Scott is the more well-known of the two. So, it's a shame because he should be a Steiner. Of course. I mean, yes. 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 Dude, they're making him look like a Steiner. Look at right. his outfit. <laughs> right. <laughs> By the way, great dude. Um, we, of course, had Rick on this show. I had Bronson on my show when when uh, the Ravens signed him because I was selfish. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. going to put on this undrafted free agent. And they were like, why? I'm like, well, reasons. <laughs> By the way, take the name away. It, and and the questionable booking as far as what do we face? Well, let's get that, that's next on my list. Like we started with the name. There's more, but, but just but just him him as a performer looked oh, like yeah, a ten. He, he Amazing, looks great. he looks great. Yeah. There, there was one guy. I, I'm all in on. I'm all in that on was him. Jacob Casper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm all in on him. By the way, who yeah. is who is Jacob Casper now? What? That's Julius Creed. Julius Creed. Thank you. That's who I was trying to. Um. So so yes, that's that's great. Now the next thing is. You literally are going to bury a guy that's about to be in your championship match. Yeah, that was so weird. Why? I mean, what? Well, what? and it wasn't like even a roll-up thing. Like if you had done the one-two-three kid thing, where you know it felt like a fluke. That's so one. He thing. Almost squashed him. Right. <laughs> like when the, the guy's gonna be in your championship match in an hour, take him out of your like if if yeah if if this is Vince McMahon hating someone that came from TNA, like take him out of the championship match. Do some. Don't. Don't have the guy get his ass kicked. <laughs> Who does that? Like I don't even know that. I don't even know that. That's AE, so funny. I I'm don't even glad think AE, did it just so we can talk about it. I don't even like, think that AEW's done that. Like no. that's that's insane. <laughs> what the hell? It might be somehow worse than putting someone in a championship match that we've never heard of before. Well, like, like the I mean, what I can see them. Doing is, is clearly he's the first challenger for Champa, oh, which is a little crazy. And, so they wanted the, to add him, but it doesn't have to be L.A. Knight. You right, could have or, had him go, or you could have him beat L.A. Knight. Else. Have him beat L.A. Knight next week. Like, do the championship match this week. Have him beat L.A. Knight next week. We're good here. Like, he gets I, a win. Have him go over Odyssey Jones. Have him go over. You know, no, well, Jesus. don't do that. But yeah, but, I mean, you could have put him. You, yeah, you could have. Uh, you know, put him over I, someone. I was trying to think. I was trying to think who was in the wedding who could have wrestled Cameron Grimes. I mean, you could have put Cameron Grimes Whoever, in the championship. Who's, match. who's Adam Chase? Who was that? They were clearly trying to make him a thing. They were definitely trying to give him oh, a big yeah. push. Who's who is he? I don't know. Okay. Well, I mean, Aaron, do you know? Um, no. <laughs> I mean, like they definitely were trying to make him a thing, man. Like, or uh, is it Andre Chase? Is that uh, I don't. Whoever, whoever Andre Chase, Chase WWE. Let's see. 
Andre um, Chase is a thing. Andre Chase is a thing. Yeah, he's Andre a real Chase. guy, but uh, it doesn't say that he what his old name was or anything. Oh, like he's that. Harlem Bravado. Okay, so oh. like he, he he actually yeah he so he's been around the Indies for a while. Never like the biggest thing, but the Bravado Brothers were. So a thing. why did they feel the need to give him a moment during the wedding? <laughs> I don't know. All right, so I don't I don't know what that is either. I can't I can't answer that question. He's also thirty two, so you know Vince McMahon hates thirty two year old. Yeah, well, wait, like like I said, like he's been around the Indies for a while. All like, right. Well, that was it was good to get to know him on NXT. Look forward to his uh, future endeavors. So, I mean, it's just, yeah. I'll always remember him standing up in the middle of this this wedding. Um, I, I am I am befuddled. I am flummoxed. Um, I I also was trying to read into. It feels like why have why show Champa watching the wedding if you weren't trying to set up that there's gonna be one more Gargano Champa match, um, and and as as much as that doesn't feel like what NXT is going to be moving forward, why have Gar Champa win the belt and have show him watching this? Oh, it's my immediate thought. If you weren't trying to to say, "Hey, look, we're doing it. We're gonna I, do it one more time." I mean, I gotta be honest with you. The second he won the title, it was my immediate thought. Well, I actually didn't feel that way because again, this doesn't fit what we think the new NXT is supposed to be. Like the, the right. new NXT believe all that the, stuff. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I think they also have proof that that pop numbers. Right, and that 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 makes it viable. I just I I do think you're right, Aaron. That they were uh, clearly pro- pointing Braun Breaker, but I don't know if I don't get the sense that that's not Braun Breaker on an NXT in the next couple of weeks. Um, right. and then they blow they blow past that I, to set up Ciampa Gargano one more time. To me, uh, my my initial reaction was simply they just clearly this wedding was the biggest thing on NXT, so they wanted to show everybody being. You know, watching the wedding for whatever kind yeah, of reason. I don't buy that. That 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 was my reaction to it more than this means something. I don't buy that. You don't. He doesn't have to be watching anything. He's he's Tommaso Ciampa. You know what I mean? Like that. But they wanted to make the wedding the biggest thing on the show. I, I understand for, what you're saying, but then then you're either ignoring the connotation and like you you know you want you want people to be you want them to believe that they're in on it. Like haha, we're gonna. We're gonna make people think about the fact that he was watching this wedding that Johnny was a central figure in. Like we're 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 in on this. Like we know that you're watching it, and we're never gonna give you that thing. But and that's just a layer of of thought process that we've never seen from NXT. So I kind of don't believe it. Um, or it's or it's embarrassing that nobody said, "Hey guys, think about this when we cut back to the back. Think about the fact that we're showing him watching a wedding that involves Johnny Gargano, and that's we're." We're, we're sort of teasing something in that way, like that everybody involved didn't consider that in the process seems far-fetched to me. So I, I, I think, and again, we're trying to figure out why Tommaso Ciampa won the belt to begin with in the new NXT. Well, couldn't you make a weird, like, like again, I don't... Why God. not just if, put if, Ridge Holland in the match and have Ridge Holland win the title? If like, yeah, if, and and by, we, well, because I, I we, think we, they we talk want, about him in a minute too. Yeah, yeah. I, I, my, I, I actually thought this was the right choice because even if this is about the new, like 
whoever you're anointing as the new champion, whether it's Braun Breaker, whether it's whoever, it's, like beating Tommaso Ciampa still means something. So you can sure I, I kind of compare someone jokingly said, well, NXT 2.0 is Scrubs, uh, the, the medical interns or whatever, the medical school. And I said, OK, that makes Ciampa JD. He shows up for the first three episodes and then goes away. So I, I, like, I did have a think. Or a think, a thought. Mm. I had a thought. I have a think sometimes while I'm on the toilet. <laughs> there's some, there's some interesting chess that you could do with Champa looking at the wedding and some of the people involved there to get to Austin Theory. I, I think he just he just basically said he's going up to the main roster. He just sent out that tweet like three hours ago. Oh, really? Yeah, he, he said, here, I'll, I'll pull it up. I was just looking at it. Uh, now, because he's, oh, there he is, Austin White. He's not Austin Theory. On uh, It says, the way helped me to get to that next level as a performer. I can't thank the people I was surrounded by enough. If you get lost in reality with what we have, then, you, then we did our job. Now on to that next level. Eh. But what if the next level is he's winning the title? Right. Like, I don't know. Okay. That, I don't know yeah, if that sure. necessarily says... Because because I think I think you could do some weird stuff where basically he turns on Gargano because he's jealous of Dexter Loomis and Champa is somehow entwined into all of it. Like there there's some there's some equation that gets you to that, right? Um and maybe it starts with a Johnny match. You know what I mean? Um but uh but I you know they did there was like a moment earlier in the night when Austin Theory came back where they played a weird moment that he was kind of like, like, oh, like, I'm back, but, like, you're with him now, kind of thing. There was, like, a weird little, when he tried to do the hand and he didn't do it, and I, I don't know. I think there's something there. I think I think you could do something there, and I think if, if, if everything we're, we're hearing is future, 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 young stars... Austin Theory yeah. is a guy they should be really high on, yep. I would think. Yep. Yeah, but I, I, I think it's he's so high that I mean, look, he was on WrestleMania last year. But but, but now buy that too, you know. If they yeah. just put him on the main roster, as long as he, they're not just going to throw him in a weird tag team again, and they're actually going to do something of significance, not that he'd be you know anywhere near the main event, but you know something eventually down yeah. the road, sure. But but again, he does not look the way <laughs> that supposedly we want these guys to look. So I don't know what to do with that. He has a pretty good look. But he's small, right? Small. Is he like Gargano size? No, he's No, he's bigger than Gargano. Oh, okay. Hang okay. Hang on. Let me double check on that. I thought when they stand next to each other, they're kind of the same size. Uh Austin Theory is six one two twenty. Johnny Gargano is... I mean, he does look a little taller than him five, in this picture. 5'10", 199. Okay. But to, to your point, he's not overwhelming. He's not He's not a beef. But I, I think he's closer to Finn Balor than he is Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Where Finn Balor just has that look, even though he's smaller. Right. If you're if you're ripped, if you... I, they want these people to look like, like video games. They want, they want to look like superheroes, right? And, and if you're so ripped that, like, you just look inhuman in a way i think that can that will fit with what it is they're trying to find so yeah i agree um i think that works what else what else do we need to talk about from from the first nxt 
The wedding um, was the wedding was fun. But yeah, that's the thing. Like I thought good. it was a it was a fun segment. It was good television. Like I if it was at nine o'clock, it would have been perfect. I, right in the middle of the show. I I don't I'm not even mad that it was at the end of the show because I thought it was a I thought it was a great moment. It just was a it was bothersome that there was a championship match beforehand. Right, that's that's all. Like if again if the championship match was next week, it wouldn't bother me remotely that this ended the show because like it ended the show on a high note and a a fun way. Um I, I liked it a lot. I liked it. It was entertaining. There was a lot going on. It makes you think that maybe they think Dexter Loomis is yeah is something right. Like is they di- they didn't do the trope right they right didn't... like that they subverted our expectations. Amazing. Yeah. It it was it was cool in that way. Like it was a cool, fun, silly segment that you found yourself rooting for as it went along. Like as dumb as that is. Like who gives a flying f that there was a wedding on a fake on a It'd be like back in the day, there was this thought on like sitcoms that you had to have wedding segments for the women. Like you had to do weddings. This is a a, Christina Applegate tells a famous story about how like they said married with children, only guys are watching. We have to figure out a way to get women to watch. And so they immediately started writing in the idea that Christina Applegate was going to get married. And I don't even think that they ended up like. Like, I don't remember the story because it's been so long. Like, I don't remember if she actually got married. But the point was, we needed to start running promos that had Christina Applegate in a wedding dress. Like, we had to do that in order to try to get there to be female viewers on the show. And so, like, when have you cared about fictional weddings in in television history if you weren't, like, in, I guess in a comedy type of show? If you were invested uh, no, in... Corey and Topanga, right, come on. Like, that's... Okay. I mean, The Office. Yes. There you go. There's one, right? But Parks those and rec. Uh, yeah, and, the, and, the, and by the way, the eh. office had two, <laughs> right? And they were both great. By well, the way, I don't. Uh, there was one that actually mattered on the office. Like, let's not kid ourselves. Well, I mean, the grand finale of the entire show. But was people the other had checked one. out by that point. No, like, they came back. Yeah. The, the, go look at the rating. Well, yeah, because it was the last yeah, episode of The finale. Office. Yes. Like, nobody... but go, going back and watching it now on Netflix, that's a great wedding episode. Yeah, yeah, it's really great. I mean, I, I get the, the everybody eternally remembers the line where Michael Scott says, you know, all my kids grew up and married each other. Like, I mean, I, I get that that sort of stayed forever. I don't know. The moral of the story being, like, it's such a silly premise that we would care about a straight wedding, but yet they genuinely pulled it off. They genuinely pulled off something that at the end you were like, I'm I'm in I I want this. I I like this. I this is fun, and I'm I'm good with them doing it. Do you know what else was great? The crowd. <laughs> the crowd at first was kind of sitting on their hands, like a little bit at first, and as it went on, they got a, yes. they got a wrestling crowd to stand up and jump for a guy saying two words. Right. <laughs> Yes, like, and, and they sold it perfectly. They built that up so well. Yeah. Like I, I was, I, I think it probably affected me the same way. At first, I was like, okay, like who's gonna ruin this or whatever, you know? Like, mm-hmm. and, and and the fact that Johnny Gargano was dressed like Dexter. <laughs> well, and Johnny was. There, there were so many just great things yeah. about it, and then of course it was, there was Vince McMahon coming in with the his middle name is Gaylord thing. Right. But J- John, like, that, Johnny no, was... no, 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 that was just the meet the parents thing. Right. But that was Vince. That was Vince. Because <laughs> they, they they did a meet the parents thing earlier uh, in the like uh, three weeks ago with Gargano and um, and Loomis in one of the promos where Gargano was the Robert De Niro. Right. I mean that to me that's all that was. I don't think that was. I mean we can all say Vince did everything we don't like or whatever. But like 
To no, me, that's I, just like the Meet the Parents reference. I, look, whatever it was, it was it was exceptional. It was tremendous television, and that should give you some hope about the future of NXT. Is that they really knocked this thing out of the park? I mean, that was that was awesome. They they built it. The performers delivered. Everyone did well. Oh, what? I forgot my favorite moment of uh, the, the, the does anyone object to this? Wedding? Oh, no, that's why I say the axe thing was <laughs> one of the funniest single moments in wrestling in a long time. It was great. It was perfect. It was tremendous. It was all of it was wonderful. I mean, it was really, really wonderful, man. And that, you know, for whatever nervousness you have about the other things that weren't good, that that should give you some hope. Now we'll see. Um, we'll see how the next few weeks play out, and I'll never forgive putting Von Wagner in a championship match. Like I can't get over that. That's bizarre. That is yeah. that is some AEWs, but worse. Like that is insane. Well, the, the, I mean, there's something else to be said in that regard, where it's like now there's all these groups and there's all these a million guys, and like that's that's probably why I felt a little bit like I was watching well, that, Dynamite. That's been the case for the past four months. No, this was like significantly. Like, yeah, but I I can think like I can, a diamond mine added a million guys. And, well, but you know, I also think that that some of that is going to get cleaned up in the next couple of weeks. I think sure. that they they have cleared out a lot already. I think they're going to choose who they want going to the main roster, and then I think they're probably likely to clear out more. Um, I, How I think weird would it be? Mind though, I think they've really hit the rhythm with the uh, Creed Brothers. I, I agree. And I, that that was one of the points I wanted to make. Is I, I think they figured out the diamond mind a little bit. Um. We'll see. I I mean the the what's the name of the female wrestler they Ivy, Ivy something. I mean she looks like a million bucks. Uh, we know what Roddy Strong is. I mean obviously he's amazing. And this well, tag team. I'm gonna is, disagree that he's amazing. He can be amazing. Um, I mean as a performer. I don't mean like right now he's crushing it or anything. Right, I, just I, mean, just, like, I just think remember they can this turn was, it on. With well him. they did. They turned it on once. Well, I don't want to go back there. Yeah. I don't want to go back. There. <laughs> I mean, I'll watch him versus Kushida. What about you? Yeah, I, one of one of my favorite live matches I've seen. Yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm I'm good with that. I am I'm now how now how the baby face is going to overcome the guy with a thousand people in his corner? He might not. <laughs> might not. One hundred percent. He might not. Yep. But yeah, uh, you know, we we said it when we had him on the show. What was it? Probably two years ago at this point. Jacob Casper, Julius Creed is a future star. Oh, he's definitely a star. There's no doubt about that. Is that the guy that came out with uh, Carmelo Hayes? No, no, no. He's no. he's one of the one of the Creed brothers. Oh, sorry. I mean, I don't know their individual names. So yeah. what's his na- what what are their names? Ju- Julius. I, I can't remember. Brutus. Uh, I think it's Julius and Brutus, right? That, oh, okay. I think you're right about that. I do. I think you're right about that. Yeah, and, and Julius. I was prepared to come on the show and say those two brothers in the diamond mine. Right. Um. Yeah. Uh. Julia. Uh, Jacob Casper was a per- an amateur wrestler at Duke. Oh, okay. Um, you know, uh, Brutus. I think was an amateur wrestler as well. I just. Don't think he was quite as high profile as Jacob. I, I, I did really enjoy their couple of matches yeah. they've had. Uh, Brutus Creed is Drew Casper. That's his. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, they're actual brothers. Yes, that's Drew Casper. Who? Oh, the real brothers. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Drew Casper wrestled at Otterbein University. Yeah. There is something fun about changing people's names, but then also like referencing their real life accomplishments. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I and I don't mind changing Casper, you know. Eh, I don't mind it either. I don't mind. Although Jacob Casper, actually, to me, I don't know why for some reason that works too. But I'm good with it. I'm good with it. And yes, they have looked good. All right. Um, not really a lot to say about 
AW this week. It was uh, largely a snooze fest. Um, this came off. AEW this week came off to me as like the WWE problem that we normally talk about, which is we don't feel like we can actually do anything until New York next week. So let's just basically kind of do a show and get us through to New York. There just really wasn't. It felt like a setup show for New York. Yeah. It just, there was nothing really of significance. Um, I, 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 there are clearly more people that are, that are, you know, in on the Suzuki thing than I am. It does not interest me in any way. Um, you know, but I, that's just me. I like the plenty of people seem to be, but that was a kind of a snooze fest of an end of a show to me. Um, the way that it, it, it just, it did nothing for me whatsoever. Um, Sammy Guevara is literally in the background being a hype man for effing Fuego del Sol, which. And MJF is feuding with Brian Pillman Jr. I don't have a problem with that one, actually. I, I only don't. I'll, I will only not have a problem with it if it's because it's a determined effort that Brian Brian Pillman Jr. should be something more significant. I just don't know if I believe that yet. I, I don't believe it at I'm all. I'm somewhere between the two of you, right? Like I'm somewhere between like I, MJF is so good that he might be able to make Brian Pillman Jr. a star, but. Do I know that that's what they're actually doing versus them just kind of not knowing yeah. what to do with MJF? I don't that's know what that. it feels like to me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm going to have to see that in the coming weeks. I'm. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. But you forgot to mention the most exciting part of the show. Oh, what was that? Oh, Cody Rhodes' return. Yeah. Okay. Good. Cody's back. Anything else? You got You got anything <laughs> else you want to talk about? Rosario Dawson was ah, there. Ah, Rosario Dawson was there. She's lovely. I, I, I love, I'm a fan yes, of Rosario Yes, I, I enjoyed Dawson. Singer, did not enjoy Singer in the uh, Nightmare Family jacket. <laughs> nope. Nope, did not do a damn um, thing for me. I, 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 I was gonna... fluctuated back and forth between the like whether or not I liked the Jericho Lambert segment. I'm, I'm in a weird place where like I acknowledge that Dan Lambert is quite good at cutting promos, right? Like I acknowledge that. But yet he's still not making me care more about anybody involved in his his faction. Um, I just I I should I should not care this little about Scorpio Sky, but I care this little about Scorpio Sky. There's some disconnect between Dan Lambert is good at cutting promos versus Dan Lambert is making me care about the professional wrestlers he's currently representing. Yes, and I'm not. And it, yeah, that's a big part is that they were hyping. And, and barely needed the announcers to hype that it was Paige Van Sands and all of them behind him, but never mentioned Sky and Paige. Um, I don't, I don't know what that is really. I like it. It comes off as this weird place in between. They think Dan Lambert is a really big deal, which, again, maybe in the mixed martial arts world he is. I, I don't know. I'm just not heavy in that world, so like I can't speak to it. Um, Paige Van Zant was like an internet superstar for a long time whose fighting never really backed up. Like she was more famous because she was good looking than because of her fighting. Um, well, she she was someone we thought that WWE would be throwing. Oh yeah. We definitely thought that that was going to make a lot of sense at some point. Um, you know, all of these other people that are involved, they're not, they're not transcendent in any way. They were like, they were famous mixed martial artists, but they never had any crossover appeal. Van Zant's the only one that had any crossover appeal, but she right. wasn't a very good mixed martial artist. Like she was—that's unfair to say. She was a good one. She just wasn't. She wasn't Ronda. I mean, she wasn't anywhere close to that. Like she was never. She never crossed into a territory where she was. Didn't didn't she just do the bare knuckle bro- boxing thing? 
I feel like that was a thing a few months ago. I mean, I'll I believe you. I I she has been off my radar for some time. Like she was someone that caught your radar because she was attractive and you're like, "Oh, let's see where her career goes." And it just it it never went anywhere. Yeah, and in, in August 20, so yeah, she she fought in the bare knuckle fighting championship. She was their star for the one show I know well, that yeah, they because had. Because she matters on the internet. On the internet she mattered. Like on the internet right. because of her attractiveness, she was a really big deal. And there was a thought that maybe she was going to turn out to be a fighter. Um, like for a little while she was rising and there was a thought that like she could be something, but it just, it just never happened. She started losing. Like when she fought real fighters, she lost to Rose Namahunas and kind of never recovered from it. Um, and, and never became, she was never a champion. She was never a, you know, like she, she was famous on the internet is basically what she was. And by the way, she's someone that's very logical for AEW to want to have involved, uh, moving forward. It makes all the sense in the world. Because it really kind of doesn't matter. It's just that she's not her showing up isn't Ronda Rousey showing up. Right. Like she's I mean, not close. Right. It's not in the it's it's not in the same stratosphere. As you could tell when she was standing in the ring there and, and nobody really kinda cared. So but yeah, there's this weird I I, I think that the, the, there was the neat moment where Dan Lambert has the music shut off and they sing it anyway, and you're like, Oh, okay, that's there's AEW. That's what AEW is. Um but it's I'm I'm in this world. I acknowledge he's he's good. He's a good promo, but to do what with? And the job of a good promo is supposed to be to make me care more about who he's representing if he's a manager, and he hasn't done that yet. He hasn't done anything to put over like the 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 things that he's saying, the points that he's making, that he's not he's not also putting these guys over at the same time. Um, he's, he's speaking, if he was a wrestler and he could go represent himself, then yeah, I was wa- just going to say, yeah, like you'd want to see him get his ass kicked. I, and that's exactly the point I was about to make is, is that you want to see him get his ass kicked, but right. he's, he's not articulating why we should care about his team getting their ass. Kicked. Correct. Exactly. Right. And so that's the, that's the trouble there, which is like, I, I don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. I I think I think he can do this. I think he cuts a good promo, but they got to figure out a way for his good promos to also help the people that he's representing. Because otherwise, what what is the point? Right. I mean, really, what is the point? Right. Like, I'm I'm more excited to see him cut promos than have anyone around him wrestle. Correct. Which is yeah. And 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 it, I mean, it just adds to the other problem that he's taking up time from other people too. Like, right. like to, if, to not to it, not put someone over, right? Correct. Right. Like it, you ha- if you're if you're doing that to effectively put someone over, all good. I mean, like a great promo that puts someone over is tremendous. But doing that to not put anyone over in the process, one hundred percent, it's just somebody else that didn't get onto the card that week or didn't get onto television at a time where it's difficult for people to get on television. Um, but you know, we know what's happening. Cody Rhodes is going to beat Malachi Black next week, and. We'll spend 45 minutes on that on the yep. jobbing out. Yep, we certainly will. We will certainly do that. That's the match of. might the match might be that long too. It might I mean, be very well. It might be. Oh, actually, they got a bunch of stuff on that card. I so. was gonna say it can't be. Yep. All right. Anything else we need to cover? Yeah, we we didn't really talk SmackDown and the oh. Brock and Demon segments at okay. all. Okay. All right. Yeah, we should quickly though. Um. um yeah. Go ahead. No. Yeah. I'll let you go first. I, I was gonna say take, I, I have a hot take too, and you go first. Uh, um. I'm re- again like I, I thought this would be the case. Like I'm really interested in Paul Heyman and all of this. I'm surprised they're kind of pulling the trigger on Roman walking out. Now it might not be a 
complete, you know, this is it for Heyman and Roman, but it's certainly a possibility at this point, and that's fascinating to me there. I thought that's the, the first segment was done very well. I thought the ending segment was done very well, and it'll be a pity when Roman just beats the demon and it, it's like it never happened. I, mean, I don't know if it's like it never happened. Well, no, you, you know what I mean, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get it. That's it's clearly not leading with the demon going over Roman Reigns. Like that's right. not that's not. Going I sort of I sort of have. I don't know, man. I I've I've got a weird, I've got a weird vibe for this. I think there's shenanigans at play, and I think it's related to someone that we don't think is in the company anymore, and maybe they are still in the company. And I think maybe that Bray Wyatt has something to do with this match. What? Because I don't I don't think that you're just pinning the demon. I don't think I mean they've done it. No, Not they haven't. Well in NXT they did. But... No, they didn't. Yes, they did. They beat the demon? Yes. The demon's Multiple undefeated. No. We How talked about this on the How show. He... Every time a demon's in the match we say who's winning? The How demon's in the match. How did he lose the title in NXT? Well, that's not what we. The demon was undefeated, correct? No. Then why did we talk about it on the show constantly that the demon was undefeated? Because in, I mean, in, in the main roster, he. Well, was. A, NXT doesn't count. Well, okay, that's fine then. Yes, I'm just saying, you know, if they, they want. Was that not a bit on the show? Is the demon in the match? Am I nuts? Was oh, that no, not? Yeah, a, it definitely was. Hang on a second. It, I'm trying it, to it go was, back. It was a thing, but I, I just I, I do want to point that out that he has lost as the demon, just not on the main roster. Okay, but we talked about this. Sure. That never came up in any of the previous conversations where we said is the demon in the match. I think, you know, if if this is just to make us, I don't know. I feel so weird about this. This is extreme rules. You're bringing this de the demon out randomly after not using him for I don't even know how long, and well, but the, there's still the, but there's the, this ambiguous D Bray, Bray Wyatt thing out there where we don't really know what's going on with him. I mean, we assume he's released, but like it was weird that they used his fake name, right? When they released him, they didn't say we released Wyndham Rotunda. Yeah, you, I'm not. I I haven't thought that so much to, about. To that. me, I've it's always it's them on. trying to make this view as a threat to Roman. Make a, make some people think it's a threat to I've, Roman. I've always That's thought it. that that eventually the 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 demon should have fought the fiend. It never happened. Uh, Finn Balor was the first person the Fiend defeated, and you know, cast out of WWE or whatever. Isn't that when he went to NXT? Yes. So, I mean, it, it, there's something there. If 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 he's around, I just don't know. I don't okay. know. But it, I don't see this as a clean win. There's no way. So let's go, let's go through a couple layers to this. One, there there have been an ungodly number of reports that Bray Wyatt was going to be signing with AEW and. In, to the point where, but like, didn't someone the, say Impact? I was gonna say that, Impact. Apparently I saw, is in the mix. I saw Braun Strowman with Impact. I did not see as much of that. There have been reports in the last couple of weeks that, like, the the belief is that he's going to be debuting in AEW when they go to Rochester. Rochester to do right. the Brody Lee thing. Right. So, um, that okay. to me is a completely separate conversation. I I think that this is this really shouldn't be all that difficult. They don't. They can do it with the Demon and not have the match end because of. Brock Lesnar. Oh, right. I mean, like, this, yeah. this, I, I know this is extreme rules, but they've made it very clear that that's irrelevant. <laughs> like, I mean, they, they, they have made right. it very clear that they are happy to just have a match not end, and Brock Lesnar can take care of that pretty quickly. Um, now, 
why? Uh, that's a different conversation for another day. I, I can't help you with all that. But they don't have to paint themselves into a corner where the demon has to lose because Brock Lesnar is literally right there. And there's this bigger thing that nobody's talking about, which is when exactly is Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns happening anyway? Oh, well, that feels like Saudi Arabia. And and that scares me right now. Yeah, I don't want that at Saudi Arabia. That shouldn't be at Saudi Arabia. Well, no, but you're right. That's probably the most likely scenario. Yeah, so we know what happens when they don't say where something is, right? Yeah, it's because that's exactly where it's happening. Yeah, you're right. That's exactly where it's happening. And that's next. Okay, yeah, that that answers that question, but it still doesn't change the Or, or, would it, would it, could you get Brock Demon there? No. Why Why would they do that instead of just doing Brock Roman? Well, if they didn't want to do Brock Roman, but if which I'm not convinced. I know this doesn't sound crazy. If they don't do Brock Roman at, at, at Saudi Arabia, what is, is there another pay-per-view before Survivor Series? I mean, yeah, they could do it at Survivor Series. There's, no, there's, they're going to do Brock. Uh, uh, yeah. Although normally there's Hell in a Cell, but they already did that. But yeah, no, I, I, I'd i have to look exactly, but I feel like they're doing uh, Saudi Arabia as the late October pay-per-view. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right about that. So, so it has to be then, right? Because like they're not doing it Survivor Series because they're going to do a champion versus champion at Survivor Series, and so unless they really drag this out, which is what they should do, to well, be honest. I, I don't know, but like, how long can you do this where you're trying to concurrently oh, wait. have champion? Wait, wait, wait. Suppose okay, it's not a confirmed date or anything. Well, you would think now that there's tickets, you would know. Somebody had Clash of Champions as a pay per view that's supposed to happen at some point. Yeah, I saw when, that. Like, so I'm looking. So we have September 26th Extreme Rules, October 21st Crown Jewel, November 21st Survivor. Yeah, there's Series. not a lot of room in there for another. Another. I mean, you'd because be they have they have the, It's that and War Games on this list of things that don't have a date yet. But you know, that's. I mean, that could be that could be, the Decem- that could be the December 12th. December 12th is a TBA. That's right? TLC. No, that's not T. That that's like has tickets and everything. Like it's okay. TL. All right. I, I, yeah. Okay. Wikipedia doesn't have that updated yet. It's in uh. Yeah, that's in Chicago or whatever. Yeah. Where's yep, All yeah. state. Cool. Uh, most other people appear to have taken that uh, Clash of Champions off their list and just assume that it's not a thing. Got so, it. So so at this point, yes, Roman and Brock is uh, certainly happening at, in Saudi Arabia, which doesn't mean, by the way, that they won't be shenanigans afoot to make it happen again at some point, sure. like say at Royal Rumble. Um, but. But th- this can be done. I'm not saying it should what they should do or that it's good or anything along those lines. But they can they can put the demon in a match and just have Brock Lesnar be the reason why it never ended. And or it's just a DQ. Um, they they've they not said this match doesn't have rules yet. Yeah, I mean, that's true too. You're <laughs> I right. Know, I mean, it's so dumb. But no, like, they no, do you're have right. Matches with rules you're that right. are extreme rules you're for right. some reason. You're not wrong. You're that not that wrong. that would be great if the main event of extreme rules ended in a DQ. You're not wrong. <laughs> all right all right um anything else but but no i agree smackdown was really well done yeah in, yeah, in yeah. general yeah it was good. it was interesting it was intriguing um i'm with you on that all right uh aaron what do you want to plug uh check out vison vison.com you can find us on the vison app or on the iheart media app of course check out the nightcap tent 10 p.m., 1 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 10 Pacific, Tim Murray, Sean King, every night, Monday through Friday. All right, very good. And follow me on Twitter, at the AOster. Brandon. Um, so, <laughs> go get your vaccine, everybody. I'm on board um, with that. I support that. If you want concerts to keep happening, yeah. you really have to go get your vaccine and, uh, 
and yeah, you can't come unless you do. So, um, I don't know. Next few, th- we haven't had any big announcements lately. There's more coming. Um, you know, just to plug a few things, we just announced Kicks Miss on December 18th. Um, we also, you know, just announced Shaky Graves last week on December 19th, or I guess that was two big weeks ago at this fan, point. Big fan of that. Yeah. Um, you know, and then some recent announcements as we announced Stone Temple Pilots are coming on uh, November 9th, and we have Jerry Cantrell from Allison Chains in April. Um, that's April 8th of 2022. Uh, so you get your 90s grunge on, and, and you get the whole schedule at ramsheadlive.com or at ramsheadlive on Instagram, at ramsheadlive on Twitter, and I am at Brandon Linton on you know, Twitter. You know, I'm an idiot, too. <laughs> like, I was... I don't know why, but out of, out of nowhere, I just decided... I, I think it's because I've missed concerts so much that I've just decided to like buy some concert tickets this week. Like I, you know, I bought tickets to see Mavis Staples in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, because I've never <laughs> seen Mavis Staples before, and she's like 80 years old, and I'm afraid I'll never see her. Right? I mean, I've, I saw her as like a guest somewhere, but I've never seen a show. And then I went. I just decided on a, like, why wouldn't I go to the Guns and Roses show? Right? Like they're coming to Baltimore. Why wouldn't I go to that? So I'm literally the same like, day as Leon Bridges. Yeah, I'm, That's I'm, why. Brandon, I'm legitimately like at the checkout page, about to purchase two tickets, and I go to put it in my Google Calendar, right? Like, hey, remember that you're going to, and I get there, and I'm like, oh, well, I won't be purchasing these Guns N' Roses tickets then, because I will be at Leon Bridges. That's where I will be that particular night. But I've just had this like bug up my ass to buy some concert tickets because I just miss concerts so badly. And I'm so happy to have him back in my life. All right. Uh, at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com is my website. At AJ Francis 410 is where you follow him. Should have him back next week to do picks. Uh, and there's an MCW show this weekend. Go check it out. It's uh, to honor the bruiser. And, and uh, you know, that's something that we can get behind big time around here. And our buddy Mojo is going to be there. A couple other stars are going to be there. Who's, who else did I see was going to be there this weekend? Uh, Scott Norton's going to be there. Yeah, Scott Norton's going to be there. Sonny, I Sonny's think, is going to be there. Gonna be there. Yep. Yeah, there's going to be a couple others. I feel like there was somebody that I thought, Matt, eh, whatever. The point is, go check. Go, I love them. Uh, uh, go check out their show. For uh, Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Vent. 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 AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Jobbing out. It's Von Wagner. It's Von Von Wagner. Put him in the match. Congratulations to those of you that made it all the way to the end of the show. You're going to get a little additional content here. Aaron, what do you have to say for yourself? What do I have to say for myself? What do you have to say for yourself? I don't know. Really interesting. Brandon, do you know what I'm about to say? Yes. Aaron, what do you have to say for yourself? I was in the right. Aaron, <laughs> what day is today? Oh, they, first of all, it was yesterday. It started at sundown last night and goes through today. Second you day. jerk. Day. You're first, supposed first to be fasting and not working. You a-hole. You're a fake Jew and you know it. <laughs> What do you have to say for yourself? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, and by the way, rest in peace, Norm Macdonald. I love you so much. I'm so sad about that. I'm so unbelievably sad about Norm Macdonald. Okay, thanks, guys.